Chapter 4 Archer was numb. Paralyzed. He stood on the sidewalk outside Marguerite's modest house, suitcase at his side, and watched the taxi's taillights drive off. He wished he could call it back, throw his bag in the trunk, and drive, drive until he was far enough away to pretend this wasn't real, wasn't happening. Maybe if he stayed out here forever, he wouldn't have to deal with it. The street was quiet except for the gentle rustle of trees in the late June breeze. It was well after midnight, and the neighborhood was dark, the leafy canopy blocking out the moonlight. Marguerite's was the only house on the block still lit up. She had chosen a good neighborhood, centrally located with lots of young families, but a lot had changed since he'd last been here. Even in the shadows he could see that many of the older bungalows, which had made the street so charming, had been torn down and replaced with new, larger chateau-style houses. A BMW or a Lexus, sometimes both, sat in every driveway except for Marguerite's. The only thing in her driveway at the moment was a dark oil stain that in the shadows appeared as deep and dark as a black hole. Jackson's well-used Honda, or what was left of it, currently sat in some police impound lot. From what Archer had been told, it would be good only for scrap. Marguerite's was the smallest house on the block, a thirty-year-old split level that had been showing signs of wear two years ago, when he'd last visited, and even more now. The windows were old and flaked with layers of paint, the eaves trough sagged in the corner. But there were flowers in the planter, and he saw a homemade wreath on the front door as he approached. Everything appeared so normal that for a moment, Archer had the crazy thought the police had been wrong, and Margie was home safe after all. His heart leapt, but the shadow that moved behind the blinds was too small to be hers. The slats parted, and someone peered out. Archer had been seen. No choice now but to move forward. The inside door opened before Archer reached the stairs but he didn't get a good look at the stranger until he reached the top and a young man leaned out to take Archer's small suitcase. Dylan's teacher was tall and lean, gangly, almost, with delicate features and blonde, baby-fine hair that fell in his eyes. A feminine bow mouth and smooth, pale cheeks completed the angelic impression. Dressed in a rumpled button-down shirt and khakis, he was clean-cut and preppy, like he'd stepped out of a Gap ad. Come in he said with a gentle hitch to his voice. Gay, Archer thought as he followed him into the foyer, and quite obviously gay-gay, too. In the weak light, he saw that the teacher's large hazel eyes were red-rimmed and puffy. His lashes were pale like the rest of him, and clumped together. I guess you're Uncle Archie. He hesitated, seeming ill at ease. Do you prefer Archie or... Archer? Archer. Only Margie still calls me Archie. Okay, I'm Ryan. The younger man held out his hand cautiously. Archer took it briefly, noting the long, slim fingers and soft skin. That lilting, faintly effeminate voice had sounded comforting over the phone, but grated on his nerves now. Could he be any more of a stereotype? Archer tried to hide his distaste as he set down his bag and looked past Ryan's shoulders into the house. The last time he'd visited had been for Jackson's funeral, and even then he had only stayed an obligatory three days before escaping as fast as he could. Seeing Marguerite's pain had been his undoing. But not much had changed in the interval. 
The decor was dated but homey, cluttered but clean. Although the house was small, it was still a far cry from the tobacco-stained, crammed quarters of the double-wide trailer they lived in on the reservation, and a world away from the roach-infested apartment in Winnipeg. He should have come at Christmas like they'd planned. But at the last minute he had turned down the invite in order to spend the holidays in Mexico with an artist he'd just met. Actually, he'd leapt at the excuse to stay away. Now, he felt sick with the thought that he couldn't remember the guy's name. The kids are asleep, Ryan said quietly from behind him. Did you? No. All I said was Mommy couldn't make it home. They didn't ask too many questions. I kept them busy playing board games. Shit. Archer had been hoping Ryan would save him the trouble and do the dirty work for him. Now he had to tell the two children he barely knew that their mother...